Welcome to the Socially Distant Survival Guide. My name is Kevin Weinbold, and together, you and I are going to win this quarantine. Whether you're losing your mind in self-isolation, not motivated enough to put on pants, or just need something to do while your sourdough starter is maturing, you are in the right place. I will be bringing you tips and tricks for your socially distant survival for as Welcome to episode 25 of the Socially Distant Survival Guide. My name is Kevin Weinbold, and I am coming to you from my roommate's closet in Harlem, New York. There was actually a loud block party on my side of the apartment, so I have switched to her closet for today. Those of you who listened to episode 24 already know what's going on with today's episode. If you haven't yet listened to it, I'd suggest you listen to that first and then come back to this one. It's not necessary, but I really do think it would be helpful. Before we start with the new topic, though, I wanted to talk about the assignment from that episode. Think for a minute about what you noticed when you started to track your time. Was there anything that surprised you? Any obvious changes you want to make? Or areas where you could make little adjustments? What about your screen time? Was it what you expected? For me, I noticed there was much more time unaccounted for than I thought. When I would make a list of all of the things I did at the end of the day, it felt pretty good. But then when I calculated how much time it took me to do those things, and I saw how much time was left where I didn't really do much of anything, I was amazed. What seemed like a really productive day was only a few hours of work at most. Where did the other time go? For me, I think a lot is at the start and the end of a task. It always takes me a while to get started because I know I've got the whole day ahead of me so I don't feel rushed. And then once I finish a task, I decide to take a quick break before the next one. And before you know it, an hour has gone by. I also notice that if I don't have a plan, the entire day can disappear. When work doesn't require me to get something done at a specific time, it is very easy for me to just daydream the day away, and it seems like the time in between my morning coffee and dinner just vanishes. Some days I'll wake up and start my day with my usual meditation and mindfulness call with my quarantine fam, and then I think about all of the things I can get done with all of the time that I have. And then I think about them some more, and I daydream about how great it will be once I've studied Portuguese and baked some bread, learned a new song on the piano, and got my 10,000 steps in. And suddenly, after all of that daydreaming, the day is half over. And then I start thinking about all of the things I actually have to do instead of the things I want to do. And once I get through that to-do list, it's time to go to bed. What about you? Were there areas that you noticed that you'd like to tackle? Too much time spent on things that aren't really important to you, cutting into time you'd like to allocate for something else? I'm sure most of us still have tons of things on our quarantine to-do list. There are new recipes to try, books to read, languages to learn, workouts to do, skills to develop, wines to drink, and naps to take. That's a pretty tall order. So now the task at hand is to design an ideal day for yourself, but within the parameters of reality. A lot of you have done similar exercises where you visualize without limits what you want your life to look like 10 years from now or five years from now, where you can just pull out all the stops and dream your wildest dreams where everything is possible. Those exercises are absolutely fantastic, but today I want us to look at it a little differently. Your big dreams are so important now more than ever, but I want you to take a baby step with this exercise. 
The goal here is to tweak things in a way that feels accessible so that you can be successful. If you're not a morning person, deciding your ideal day starts with a 10-mile run at 6 a.m. might be a bit too much to start. We're more interested right now in the accountability of your time. So when you sit down and actually think about it, how would you like to use your time differently? And don't forget about downtime, too. For me, I've been getting up at 9 a.m. every day, except Sundays when I'm up at 7 for church. In my ideal day, I think I would get up at 8 so I could work out before my 9.30 a.m. call. That way it's done and out of the way before it gets too hot and before I get distracted by other things. That's a tweak that would take some practice to make a habit, but it's only getting up an hour earlier, so it feels possible. I also like a little downtime after my morning call, which ends at 10, so I like to sit outside for a while before hitting the ground running. And while my roommate is on furlough, it's a nice way for us to hang out, watch the birds, and talk about our plans for the day. So I try to build that in. Nothing specific is getting done in that time, but planning for it allows me to make sure that I relax, catch up with my roommate, and get some fresh air. I've also been wanting to study Portuguese during quarantine, and I haven't yet started. I reached out to a tutor I worked with a couple years ago and signed up for a self-study course that he recommended, but that's as far as I got. So when I see how much time I have that is unaccounted for, I know that I can easily plug in 30 minutes here and there to study. Some people like to go right into their calendar and start writing things in. Others like to make a list. Another idea that I have found that works for me is to write down these activities that you want to schedule on pieces of scrap paper or index cards or post-its, and make sure to include how long you think you'd like to spend on those activities. Then, move them around like a puzzle and see how your day could take shape before committing to it. Slide the pieces around, and if one part of the day seems a little work-heavy, move something around. If you notice you have a bunch of back-to-back activities that have you sitting at your computer, maybe slide some things around so you have breaks between sitting and standing, or changing rooms in your home, or adding activities that require you to get out of the house. Before actually trying one of these days, just look at how the pieces might fall into place, and then imagine that day and see if it feels like a good fit. If not, move things around again, and then try it. If you don't love how it goes, take note at the end of the day and make some tweaks for the next one. We've all got the time to be able to experiment and find a combination that works for us, and we all deserve to have the kind of day that truly makes us feel our very best. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay home. Thank you for tuning in to the Socially Distant Survival Guide. My name is Kevin Weinbold. You can find me on social media at Kevin Weinbold, or you can visit sociallydistantsurvivalguide.com where you will find more great content, including our show notes and links to other resources mentioned on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review on iTunes. And if you think this show might add value to someone you know, please spread the word. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, and stay home.